going on, ladies and gents? This is Dorian. And this is me and me people. Miss Kevin, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> they caught me off guard. I'm sorry. Mm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Hi, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm going to get my intro right one day. You caught me off guard. Oh. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Combos in the Park Podcast, Season Two. Mm-hmm. For our first-time listeners, we thank you for joining us, and we hope we are able to share something that you like, and that you'll be able to uh, share and let others know about. And for our day ones and people that's been around, thank you for uh, dealing with us for so long. We greatly appreciate you. Hope you went to the bathroom. <laughs> My tinkle. <laughs> Uh, Miss MVP, other than the uh, piece of candy, how are you doing? Jerk, I'm fine. You <laughs> <laughs> did that on purpose. I how can I'm... I do it on purpose when I gave you the countdown? I didn't hear you. I was looking at a picture. My friend sent me a picture of her, uh, her stepdaddy eating big ass Flintstone steak, and I had to dissect it. I don't eat beef first off. So it's like, ugh. But that thing is humongous. <laughs> yeah, you caught me off guard. I'm okay today. How are you? Something tragic happened to me earlier today, but something exciting also happened to me today that led us to our topic today. All right. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing good. No complaints over here. Hope not. You were the one almost choked on the Andes. <sighs> Jerk. Uh, anyways. So what were the things that happened to you today that led to our conversation today? I bought me two new vinyls today. Yeah, DJ MVP. <laughs> Ain't DJing nothing. <laughs> and then my belt broke on my turntable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Yes, I said Vinyl. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with vinyl for the music purists out there. And this is a real record player, not no Bluetooth. <laughs> no, it's a Scots. You didn't know it's old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what vinyls did you pick up? I got the... Oh, it's pretty, too. Hold on. Oh. Uh-oh. Crash and burn. More technical difficulties. I have. Shut up. I got the, <laughs> the Boys to Men Legacy, the Greatest Hits Collection. It's so pretty. It's like a fuchsia color. Ooh. And when you open it up, you got all four members. Hey, Mike. Hey, Sean. Hey, Wayne. Okay. Um... It's so pretty. Ain't it pretty? Yes, it is. It's real pretty. And then I got the other guy. One of my favorite guys who I would love to be in a corner and pick his brain between Meryl Streep. I have to add him to the list because I did a list of people who brains I want to pick. Hmm. Between sorry, hold on. The vinyl sleeve. Um, between Meryl Streep because she's a fucking genius um, Mike Tyson because the man is amazing um, musically Stokely Bobby Brown you know and uh, The Weeknd 
He has a Coca-Cola Gold uh, Red vinyl. It's so sexy. The weekend after hours. Oh my God. I can't wait. I was... My neighbors were finna have a rude awakening. Whole street was finna be bopping in. Belt broke. Bitch. <laughs> so it's on the pop as soon as you get that belt, huh? Soon it's on order right now. I'm talking about I paid for it and emailed the folks. I said, look. I said, I need you to cancel that order. Um, Because I want to talk to you all about shipping, you know, because I need it. Uh-huh. They had emailed me back yet, so... I'm going to hit up Best Buy first while I'm waiting on them to, you know, cancel because I need this to be expedited. You need it expeditiously. Oh, no. <laughs> I can wait a day, a day or two. <laughs> I want T.I. coming for me for, for using his favorite word. <laughs> Hell no. But yeah, have you um, purchased any vinyls lately? No, I haven't purchased any vinyls lately. I haven't purchased any vinyls, period. But uh, I was. I know, I know. As being a music head as much as I am, I should have some vinyl. But um, no, the only vinyl that I can say that I was around that was purchased uh, was when my mother purchased uh, Stevie Wonder's The Original Music Aquarium <laughs> Volume 1. Look. <laughs> Don't do your mama like that. What? You did not. You could have just, you didn't have to put your mama business in the street. She is a Christian woman. And she don't need nobody knowing she had to buy Stevie. Ain't nothing wrong with buying Stevie. Stevie is a musical genius. That he is. Stevie still popping out babies. And, and one, and still one of my favorite musicians and still has one of the my most favorite songs ever. And that is Don't Say Rivers in the Sky will kick you in your shin. No, not Rivers in the Sky. Okay. Overjoy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Overjoy is still one of my most favorite uh records of all time. You know what mine is? What's that? <laughs> For your love <laughs> I will do Thing. Yeah, that's a good that's a Just good record to too. see the smile upon your face. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh I don't know, I guess it's just like I guess it's there's people I'm I'm around in the generation that I've grew up in, but you don't hear Stevie as much. Shit. Not from our generation at least. <sighs> well, I guess. He's starting to come around. Um, some are starting to, you know, incorporate songs with him because they want to sample his shit. Yeah. Um, excuse my language. <laughs> but um, if y'all hadn't picked up on it by now, if this is going to be a music episode. Yeah. Um, not necessarily just about vinyl, but, you know, feel good music. Where were you in the time of where it was purchased? It doesn't necessarily have to be in the vinyl era. It can be in the the 2000s and now. Hey, I'm in the house when most of these crap come out now. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know half of them. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's definitely... Listen, you might catch me riding down um, the interstate I-10, 65, 110... 
bopping some Luther, windows down, full blast. <laughs> I don't care. R. Kelly, I don't care. I don't care. You might catch me um, some Herbie Hancock in the back. Ooh, yeah. She don't know nothing. Okay. Yes, I do. I know about Herbie. But I'm just saying, like, it don't have to be nothing new. Yeah. Nothing. Like, oh, my God. Stokely Williams. Oh, my God. Y'all know I love Stokely. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Stokely's dad mm-hmm. is on his new song. Hmm. Um, Sankafor. Sankafor. Okay. Don't know what the meaning of it is, but his dad... Yeah, his dad got some pipes. I see where Stokely get it from. I know his dad is a musician, but no, he was a vocalist also. Hmm. But yeah, it's it's out there. Check it out. No promotions paid. Yeah, no promotions. But uh, there is a new, I won't say a new artist, but a new artist to me that kind of brings back that old school R&B kind of vibe. Um Cleo Soul. Cleo Soul. Never yeah. heard of her. Yeah, Cleo Soul. She uh, she recently put out an album called Mother. Um, she recently had a kid and dedicated the album to motherhood and stuff like that. But yeah, just uh, listening to that album, um, yeah, it just gives you that old R&B vibe of like the 60s and 70s. And it just... It's clear as it would be for today, but yeah, she just gives off that vibe, and it's it's, it's amazing piece of work. If you have a chance, uh, again, do you know anything promotion. about her? Um, you said Cleo Soul. Cleo Soul. Uh, I believe she. Um, I believe the band is from actually uh, the northern border up there. Mm, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Our top hat. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, I got put onto it recently um, from a podcast, and we've we've talked about a bit. And you don't like the person's voice, but um, yeah. But again, yeah, if you have a chance to listen to Cleo Soul, um, now as far as you know, we was speaking briefly about um, music being in a certain place. What? When you get to when you want to find a happy place, what song do you usually end up relying on? I'm a complex individual. You have to specify happy place. I'm just gonna be honest. Okay, just pick one. I can't. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't. Okay, when you're in a happy mood and it wasn't due to any uh Amplification from other uh, things, i.e., drugs or what have you. I am a Christian. I do not do drugs. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> I don't know how to identify my happy space. Um. Or what song makes you happy? There, we'll go and we'll keep it simple like that. Um, Jill Scott Golden. Okay. Old Jilly from Philly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That song would make me happy, but you saying my my happy place song, it just depends on. I can go from Moneybags Yo to Pink to Adele to Amy Winehouse (laughs) 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 
wow. to, okay. to Jay Z, to um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the books. I mean, um, I mean, I can go. It just depends on you. See what I'm saying? Yeah, but you got a diverse palette there, though. I have a very diverse palette, so I mean, I can go to Johan um, Bach. I can listen to Bossa Nova. I mean, it just depends on hell. I, I'm play back. One of my Latino homegirls like, damn, you listen to more Daddy Yankee than I do. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, oh. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it just depends on. So I can't pinpoint my happy song. Right. But if I do hear Jill Scott Golden, I do have happy moments with that song. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a feel-good song. Yeah, Most of I, I'm a Jill Scott fan, so it's not anything that she has put out that I have not enjoyed. So, I can't say what my happy song is. I've told you guys who my favorite artists are. Right. So, I can't say... Yeah, no. particular. Guy. I mean, hell, you could put it on a part in the USA by Miley Cyrus, and I'm gonna be over there, bitch, jumping <laughs> and going. So I mean, it just depends on. I can't just say I genre specific. No, no, gotcha. <laughs> no, gotcha. absolutely not. <laughs> not genre specific. <laughs> hell no, because yeah, I can get down with some country songs too, but. Yeah, that's the. I take that. Well, there's only a couple, but yeah, that's country is not my. Uh, doesn't fill my cup of tea if you mm. if you so. So put it, but um, for me, uh, one of the songs that puts me in that quote unquote happy space is actually a song that most people probably wouldn't think of, but. Um, <laughs> Camp Low Cooley High. And it's just because it's just because of the beat and when I first heard it, it just it it just anytime it comes on, I just Where were you when you first heard it? Uh when I first heard it, I was in New York. It was wintertime. Oh. Um I think I would no, yeah, I was actually just coming back in from the house and the first time I heard it on the radio, and I was just like it was again because Camp Low was something that was different. It was unique. You were about fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, when it first came out, when that song came out, um, and again, this was before they came out with Black Nostalgia or um, Lucini. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this was the first song that I experienced from them. And again, it's just again, it was just the winter of '95 and just being out. And enjoying that weather and then just hearing something so cool, laid back. Mm -hmm. And the way that they were rapping, it was just something different. And it wasn't braggadocio. Well, it was a little braggadocio, but it was on some pimp level shit. Like you didn't really think, you know, you wouldn't hear much of that besides, you know, Biggie in a certain kind of way. But yeah, just the way that they were spitting and the way that the beat was so laid back Mm -hmm. and cool and smooth. Again, anytime I hear it, it just ah oh, puts me in a puts me in a nice chill spot. Bring you back. Yeah. Bit. I um I don't recall any music. I have a lot of Prince songs that that implement things like that, but nothing as far as 
hip hop except for um um like DMX. Um damn, I can't remember the name of the album. It's dark and hell is hot. It's dark and hell is hot. The first one okay. with a tattoo of Boomer on his back. Yeah. Um I remember that one vividly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister was kind of listening to that kind of heavy. Um, if I say this, I swear. JJ Fat. <laughs> <laughs> Supersonic. Um, fuck, I'm old. Um, like Chris Cross. Mm. <laughs> like I remember those. Yeah, I remember going by the TV. Oh, the TV, the the tape. I remember. Oh fuck! I remember we were in the underground station in Atlanta, and little Lil Kim tape came out. I mean, even just saying tape make you feel old. It's like saying a trade. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah, we are old. Man, screw you. You're only as old as you feel. Yeah, I said you look at me however you want to. Still old. Nope. I'm going to say something mean about you, but I ain't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, Kim tape had, damn, had just come out. Talking about hardcore? Um, Her first album? I don't know if it was the first one or the second one. I don't know. I'm having to look that one up. Anyway, um, <laughs> maybe hardcore. <laughs> I'll have to look at the cover. But yeah, it's like you had to sneak and buy stuff. Yeah, certain albums. Yeah. Because you, you know, you weren't old enough to buy them like they were actually ID like yeah. go to FYE yeah. and they were ID yeah, they were ID yeah. <laughs> hard so it's kind of like blockbuster music yeah yeah <laughs> blockbuster anything is an old statement shit um I don't know if it was hardcore or the Notorious KM. I'm going to have to go look at that. Oh, no, it was hardcore. I'm looking at the year drop. I was going to say, yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be hardcore. Damn. All right. Back to the draw board. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's like you, you see stuff and you wonder now, like, could we get away with that? Have the songs that they saying now. Oh, yeah. Was that's on the radio? Was on the explicit version. <laughs> yep. Oh my yep. god! It's like with uh with me. I remember my first like my my first tape that I bought with my own money was uh watch out nine ninety nine was uh I ain't shit yeah uh Black Moon uh into the stage. Don't know who that is. I ain't gonna even pretend. Yeah, New York hip hop group. They were they, they were that's the whole group name? Black Moon, yeah. Oh. Oh, and then the, the uh, album was named Into the Stage. You lost me. <laughs> I see how I got y'all back. I break this shit down. Yeah. Cause he lost y'all too. 
But no, nah, yeah, that was the first hip hop album that I purchased. And then I want to say um, the first R&B <laughs> thing that I purchased was uh, was SWV. Oh, you gay. Say what you want. <laughs> I don't care. I like the SWV. <laughs> Lady Coco Antage. I, I, I can see in Vogue, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for total. What? <laughs> she said. SWV, Sisters with Voices, yes. No shame in my game. All right. <laughs> I'm trying, y'all. But I think, yeah, it was that. I think I bought that. It was that, Arrested Development. And oh, shit. Was it something else I bought at the time? No, it was just them two I bought at the same time. But yeah, first R&B one was SWV. Yeah, I loved... I loved... Uh, Arrested, Arrested Development, Development was... They were too ahead of their time. Yeah. For me. They were. They, if they came out right now, they'd be so on point. Yeah. I think they would have lasted just a little bit longer than what they did. Yeah, everyday People, Mr. Wendell... I mean, hell, even Nappy Roots as a rap group oh, yeah. was ahead of their time. Like, I going back to listening to some of their stuff, I'm like, fuck, that was it. Singing the hook on that. Anthony Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And then you you go back and you look at Anthony Hamilton discography and you're like, damn, that was you? Mm-hmm. And then that was you? Mm-hmm. I mean, only other person who was distinct voice singing hooks during that time or speaking on was like um what's his name? Uh Nate Dog and Rest in Peace. Rest in peace Nate Dog and um what's that guy named? The poet. Was it Huggy? No, it wasn't Huggy Huggy Bear. Coco somebody I, don't know who you're about. I have to figure out his name. But he was he was uh the only other person that was really prevalent on, you know, hooks and stuff back then because hooks were expensive. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> again, when you have someone like Nate Dogg who just natural. Yeah. Naturally, high as hell and drunk. Can naturally just sing and, and, and give you a great hook. Yeah. Prices went up. I can't deny it. I'm a fucking rider. You want to bang with me? <laughs> Look, I'll play regulators like that bitch came out last night. Do you hear me? Sorry for screaming, y'all. No, it, you just have those songs that like that. That's like, I know I'm, this whole episode, I'm probably going to name a bunch of artists that people will never know or some people won't know, but like Pete Rock Sales Smooth. Oh yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, they they had well, that was the only CD that I could play in Miss Lydia's house <laughs> and not have a problem <laughs> with the cursing. The rest of you better have it in your walking with your hands <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> That's the only song I could play. That's the only album I could play out loud. And again, it was just quality music to me. Yeah, and you know he, they were able to get their point across without. Too much hooks. I mean, not not hooks, but uh, too much cursing. And you know that was that's something rare. I mean, of course, people clown Will Smith about that, but I enjoy Will Smith raps. Yeah, they were funny. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Will Smith, excuse me, I fell in love with LL's Cool J. LL's Cool J. Who's that? 
I said LL Cool J. No, you didn't. You said uh, LL Cool Well, J. I was swallowing at the same time, so <laughs> I couldn't say anything. Um, and I apologize, Todd. James Todd Smith. Um, for um, you know, speaking incorrectly. <laughs> but um this is one of my favorite songs. It's not a love song. Um, it's a very catchy title. We're gonna call it Pink Cookies in a Plastic Bag <laughs> Being Crushed by a Building. If that don't make you wanna listen to that song, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, Tell me they don't make you want to listen to that song. I still never understood that song. I never understood. You know what? I'm going to look that up. As soon as I finish doing what I'm doing tonight, I'm going to do that. I'm still never. And I liked it back then, too. I just never understood what he was talking about. It's just pink cookies in a plastic bag. Get crushed by a builder. Hell of I don't know. Maybe he was hungry when he made it. I don't know. But yeah, it's like... Buying music back then was a status symbol. Oh, yeah. It meant something. Leaving the record stores and all this other good stuff. Going to your friend house, dubbing it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. How about this? Let me take you back. <laughs> oh, Staying up past nine, going to 900 AM. WGOK AM to hearing all the, the dirty music. Do you okay. remember that? No, I didn't. Okay, I, was, so, I wasn't on the radio by then. Okay, so here locally, it was an AM gospel channel. (laughs) WGOK. And after nine o'clock, on the gospel channel, (laughs) the irony, you hear all the dirty shit. Mm -hmm. Like this is when they play all Luke songs from front to back. Mm. From start to finish. No bleeping, no skipping, no radio edition, none of that. And I mean like all of it. All Lil' Kim. Anything that you wanted to hear, they played it. It was like somebody had hacked into it and they just played it. Because you know by 9 o'clock all church folks sleep. Yeah. So they flipped it. And it was it wasn't too, too staticky but it was clear enough the transmission was going out that you can hear it. Gotcha. Real good. And it was like, oh my God. I got to do this. So you would try to, you know, record it as much as you could. Yes, record. Yeah. (laughs) As much as you could so you can hear it again. And then, um, you remember Nick at Night? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, he's still on the radio, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Going to the radio and how he would let you rattle off shout outs yeah. and all this other this man it used to be names all over my paper you just call it call it I'm gonna give it a chance da, 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 da. and then while the phone is ringing and you calling in you practicing so you won't be missing nobody man I miss that shit <laughs> you don't hear you still hear kids do shout outs and stuff like that but you don't really hear yeah, not, real. yeah not like it used to be that's like you say it's, uh, trying to record off the radio man when I was growing up in New York, there was a radio station, underground radio station, 89 Tech 9. Anyone from New York knows it's stretching Bobito. But the thing was, they only came on late on college radio. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to catch anything, I would have to wake up super early. 
just to try to, you know, and right, right before I got ready for school, like it would be plenty of nights or plenty of Thursday morning, early Thursday mornings <laughs> where I would be up at like five o'clock trying to catch. Catch the radio station. Yeah, catch, catch the radio station, try to catch the freestyle from Mob Deep or anything else. And yeah, it was it was plenty of my underground day, underground ra- hip hop radio days where, yeah, I would just catch stuff off of Stretch and Barbito. And even growing up in that era, like, even knowing that I missed the opportunity to hear the infamous Big L and Jay-Z freestyle, because it came on that radio show. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that people like that and moments like that happening, you could have been there or could have listened yeah. to it, but you you missed it because of the age. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, I That's still think amazing. about that to this Excuse day. Me. Wow. So, wow. While you were talking about the Underground Railroad Station. <laughs> Not the Underground Railroad, which you know, I'm being a jerk. Yeah. LL Cool J explained what pink cookies in a plastic bag being crushed by a building meaning is. So, this article on OK Player, LL Cool J explains okay, the meaning of pink cookies in a plastic bag and you'll probably never be able to listen to the song again because you won't because after I read this I'm like damn that's not my shit no more (laughs) (laughs) so he took the Twitter to uh, correct some of his misinterpreted bars he had seen um, on the lyric site and said he started with the head sprung an unintentional hilarious verse of his own right subsequently he went to the archives to prove that at some point, in fact, they call him Big Ellie. Head sprung into intro FYI, they call me Big Ellie. A bit silly, but big money. Big really money when I'm sliding in the Martin Ashton. Yeah, that Ashton. messed okay. me up. It says Martin Ashton. Okay. You hear me. I be slicing with these bars, so you fear me. Let me rip it up. Cause cuz in the back got his flex muscle. Let me flip. Uh, let me flip. I put a buzz gun in your hat. So then he moves on to now infamous Craig Mag flavor in your ear. So <laughs> the pink cookies in a plastic bag is basically um pink cookies in a plastic bag is when you literally turn the uh peach emoji. Inside out looks like pink cookies. Crushing, getting crushed by a building is standing and carrying your sex partner, then tossing them onto the bed at a height of a oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, unless you're reading this wrong, according to LL, pink cookies in a plastic bag and crushed by a building is about uh rectal prolapse. <laughs> <clears throat> so Here's a totally safe work site explaining what that means. (laughs) Um, So, anal sex, people. Yeah. And Hmm. um, I'm going to take my cookies and go home. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't don't like that song no more. (laughs) But that goes to show that at the tender age that I was listening to this, it was beyond my years and yeah. I should not have been listening to it because um, 
he was advancing yep. his vocabulary because his mama used to make him read the dictionary. <laughs> I did not know that. Mm-mm. That is something new to me. Did not know that. Did not. <laughs> and I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. Uh-oh. Because I'll be thinking about that. You know how my mind gets stuck on something. Yeah. And then now he'll come by and text you at 2.30, you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no. Listen, let's talk about these spring cookies. <laughs> Do you really think he was talking about eight or six? <laughs> Are they lying to me? <laughs> Never mind. I go to sleep. And then I'll be asleep before you even respond. Yep. <laughs> and then your ass will be away. <laughs> Wait, no means to respond. I wasn't asleep after I didn't see it. I don't, no, I don't stay up at that, at that point. I moved on because, like I said, I know you. So it's just like, she's sending me something. If it's late, <laughs> I just take it as is and then I'll respond. She'll see it when she wake up. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> don't wait on me to respond if it's past 10, 10 o'clock. I'm stretching, but don't. No, hell no. Unless I know for sure. No, I'm asleep. And thinking since we're sitting here thinking about well, I won't say thinking about since we done discussed this whole thing with LL. Um, what? <laughs> what? Um, what song was the most thought provoking that you that you can recall or think of? I've had a lot of vodka today. Can't do that. Okay. <laughs> I will speak for me. Thought <laughs> provoking. Okay, let me think about that. Yeah, why you think? Look, you need to give me the pre questions like a, a news interview, <laughs> so I can have some answers. Oh, this one was off the cuff. You know that. Um, Thought provoking. For me, Go it ahead. was a <laughs> Black Star respiration. Okay, I remember who Black Star was. Most of well, Yasin Bay, also formerly known that. as. Don't do that. Formerly known as Most Deaf. Don't do that. And Tyler Kwali, featuring Common. He got a nice book out, too. I will talk about that, Tyler. Oh. But yeah, that, again, for anyone that was in that raucous era or was around when Black Star came out, like, Hmm. they were that... He was grungy. They were that counterbalance to um, all the the flashy uh, stuff that Puff was putting out and Hmm. the mainstream radio they were that good balance and for them to put out a song about uh, a city breathing and the stuff that goes on within the city it was again for someone that loved hip hop and someone that grew up in hip hop culture just hearing something like that and it was a little outside of the box more than the norm uh, was definitely something that I enjoyed and again that album if you have not heard uh, Black Star's album, you just need to, yeah, need to learn yourself something. Learn yourself something. Besides Tupac, um, I will have to say Childish Gambino. Okay. Um, Tupac is going to forever be embedded in my soul. Between him and my favorite cousin... Both of them were born June 16th, June 17th. Okay. September 11th, September 13th. Death. So both of them are in my life. They're in my soul. Right. Um, I'm not going to say I live and breathe them, but, you know, it is what it is. But 
childish Gambino when it comes to his and this is me speaking from an artist standpoint right the visual that he gives birth to resonates a lot yeah um that's the only thought provoking that I can think of um when it comes to a political rap type thing not to I'll listen to him but I'm it's too watered down sometimes for me. Gotcha. Um, but when it comes to an artist, from an artist standpoint, creativity, I will have to say Childish Gambino, Kendrick is there, you know, I can deal with him. Um, I like Eminem visuals. They're okay. Um, Hip hop wise, uh, but Missy Elliott tops the list. Yeah. So I can't, again, this is me telling you these things with Baka uh, and my sister. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have to tweet it out again later when I am clearer. But, um, but yeah, as far as Childish Gambino, He's if you don't know who he is, Polymus. First off, Donald Glover. His first <laughs> name is Polymus. Um, he is he's off the radar because he's that quote unquote weird black guy. Hmm. But he's only weird on paper, but he fits into everything. He's that quote unquote token black guy. And I'll I'll segue to something else. He's that token black guy that can be with the minorities as well as the majority. Yeah. His music is for the culture but then Childish Gambino is for the culture but Donald isn't you see what I'm saying yeah it's almost kind of like um a split personality I see what you're saying because to me the way that you're the way that you're describing Childish Gambino is the same way that I look at Andre Benjamin don't do that <laughs> same way I look at same way I look at three stacks like nope like, I ain't gonna let you disrespect him like this uh, trust me there's no disrespect I love and like three stacks to me Mm-mm. is one of Mm-mm. the most to me he needs to be the most one of the most celebrated talked about MCs as far as hip hop rap whatever he is an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. He's very artistic. And the way that he raps, says what he has to say, is amazing and sometimes all striking. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, you know, then that was in a in a craze about his mm-hmm. uh verse from uh, Donda. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just the way that he was 
speaking to yeah, he spoke well about his mom yeah speaking of speaking about his mom to Kanye's mother it was it, yeah. it's just like that is lyricism one on one to yeah, me like having a if, conversation yeah if her. you want to have if if anyone had any ideas about how positive hip hop can be all you gotta do is really look at that verse right now yeah look at listen to that verse and you can see why so many of us love the hip hop culture because we get but that's a right we get now animals thing. like we get aliens like that but that's that's a right now thing yeah I'm thinking of more of a a wide range now don't get me wrong we can sit here and have a whole show on on, on three stacks yeah so from his creativity to his acting, to his writing, to um, him being the um, the one half of Equimini, you know, like, mm-hmm. we can talk about that. But I'm speaking of, like, thought-provoking when it comes to me, visuals. Right. Andre is there, but I didn't put him on the list. But I'm talking about Donald because... Andre, Benjamin Andre, Andre Benjamin, Three Stacks, Andre 3000, they're all for the culture. Childish Gambino is for the culture. Polymus, Donald Glover, is a comedian. Yeah. But he, nobody really knew him in the culture for his comedy. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. For his comedy. comedy. Yeah. Nobody knew him in the culture for his NBC long running show, Recreate Parks and Recreation. Recreation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm saying the weird black guy that's hanging out with all these white people, Asian people, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then when he goes to become Childish Gambino, oh shit. Everybody is all on his nuts now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what I mean by thought provoking. Gotcha, gotcha. Because if you don't know, you didn't know his name was Polymath, which is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he also goes by, I think, like McKinley, somebody also. Okay. Maybe McKinley Donald or Donald McKinley, some shit like that. But it's, yeah. And I think his wife is white. I think so. So it's like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, that's the vodka talk. <laughs> it makes sense, people. Make it make sense. Yeah. Now, you know, I've been on several times on this podcast talking about my hip hop love and love for hip hop and this culture and everything else, but. As far as R&B to me, um, it doesn't get any better as far as... You better not say it. For women. Oh, okay. Um, to me, uh, one of my favorites is still Anita Baker. Yeah, she's sweet. Yeah. I love Anita Baker. Uh, I love me some some Whitney. I love me some Mary, Janet. Uh, Mar- Mariah here and there. They playing this song with Mariah Carey and Jimmy Jam on iHeartRadio. Like that bitch is gonna be tonight. <laughs> I'm so sick of that. I'm sorry, not iHeartRadio. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. On Heart Soul. Like every time it come on, I'm like, it's fine. Another station. 
Ugh. See, that's the, and that was the downside to me when it came to the radio. That's why I stuck to my underground music, or if I um, um if I had a chance to listen to underground radio, if not, I would just stick to my underground hip hop music and. I would play majority of my music, you know, either from a CD or a tape in the Bentley because... To you- Bentley! <laughs> he didn't really have a Bentley, No, y'all. it wasn't really a Bentley. But I treated it like it was my Bentley. But, um... It was not a Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> Don't down talk Bentley like that. Hey, it got us to where we had to go. <laughs> I'm just saying... <laughs> <laughs> the Bentley had some miles on it, baby. <laughs> but nah, um, I mean, because again, like you said, how they, how how serious is playing that uh, Mariah Carey song? Like, that's all you would hear on the radio. You would hear the same 10 songs in rotation because, again, those were the biggest hits and everything else. It wasn't, you wouldn't find that much variety. Once radio got to that point, it's just like, yeah, I stopped listening. Because you used to be able to go to the radio to find mm-hmm. that uh that one song that you never heard of before, or they will always break something new. Like New York would always, I keep going back to New York, but Hot ninety seven and with you know Angie Martinez or Fumas and Flex would break something new, mm-hmm. and you would be there for like it was an event to hear stuff like that on the radio. But not all demographics radio stations have that capability of breaking. They're not syndicated, so they can't break radio. They have to stay with their rotation. Yeah. So But I mean at the but still at the end of the day, like people came to the radio to find music. And sometimes and most people usually found something new by going to the radio. Yeah. Now I mean yeah you would have those people that would, you know, those purists you would say or the the music lovers that would go to a record store and just sit there and 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 shuffle through the CDs or shuffle through the vinyl you know to find something new man or look. go to or go to blockbuster music to you know to see what the newer releases were that they already had you know and set listen up in the to headphones. what the first 23 seconds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That shit, he's a piss me off. Damn, let me listen to the whole song. <laughs> 23 seconds. Get the hell out of here. Now, that was if, yeah, if you went to the ones that was already staged, but, you know, yeah. you had some, like, the blockbuster music that was here. Yeah, you used to be able, and if you knew the people, you know, you could, they had the actual little uh, headphone station where you can, mm-hmm. you know, you could just give them a CD and then you could sit there and listen to it before you purchased it. Which is the darnest thing. <laughs> Once I listen to it, I don't want to buy it. I don't. No, that, that's usually how I found like a lot of uh, a lot of music that I would you know that I would purchase. But yeah, I would sit there and listen to it and play. Like, okay, then I go and and purchase because that's how I found a lot of groups. Like, mm-hmm. um, like I didn't have res- as much respect for Fiend. What? Until I sat and like fully like sat and listened to. But Fiend isn't acquired for the culture, <laughs> and it, and it just depends on like chopped and screwed music. Yeah, people on the West Coast thought it was like, what is this? But when you grow up listening to chopped and screwed, yeah, I can throw that Swisher House anything mm-hmm. on right now. Yeah, and be blazed 
out. <laughs> be in a whole nother zone. Yeah. But then, then you go to the West Coast, you put that that, that, that G-Funk, yeah. And it's like, you're not used to it. But then, I like music. Yeah. So I'm going to find something within the music that I like. And if I don't like that song, then I'm just going to be more interested in that artist to see exactly what I do like. Yeah. So you got you got Florida that got Slip and Slide. You got Luke. Mm-hmm. Okay. 69 points. <laughs> <laughs> Butterfly. Oh, oh, the oh, let me see it. Like, they didn't know about that on the West Coast. Yeah. They didn't really know about that in Houston and in Dallas until it became a little bit more mainstream. Yeah. They thought in New York, they thought that what the hell is this dancing y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Booty shaking and all that. Yeah. But then when all of the other music transitioned from the South, it kind of was a big old melting pot. Yeah. And it made things flow a little bit better. When Bone Thugs came out. Oh, yeah. When Twister came out. All of this speed rapping and fast rapping. Chopper style. Chopper style. It was... It was something new to everybody. Especially the South. We like our music a certain way. (laughs) And when all these motherfuckers start spitting fast, we... They already say we slow in the South. <laughs> but when they started rapping fast, it was something new to us. And then on top of that, they rapping fast over R&B. Yeah. That's like putting a grilled die. cheese yeah. sandwich on top of the filet mignon. What are you doing? <laughs> okay? <laughs> that is not right. And then the East Coast. I'm sorry, East Coast. Oh. But it's just something about... Some, not all, but some, some of y'all, the, 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 get it out, come on. I can't, <laughs> it just won't come out. It's just something about some of the music. It's like it's a Western, like you just waiting for it to climax and it just won't climax all the way. And you just waiting like, damn, come on. And then by the time it climaxes, the credit's going. It's like, what the hell? What the rest of the song? But we'll talk about it like, No, 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 no. Sorry. No. No, we got to because, uh, yeah, as a prominent the East party Coast person. I have a voicemail sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Please try your call again. No, you can't. You can't downplay my East Coast like that. So I mean, like, give me not an example. downplay. I can't. Well, not downplay, but like, just like if you can give me an example. Of I a can't because I can't. You know how when you your inhibitions are low. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's where I am right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because we're we gonna have to finish that conversation. We can finish it, we can start it all over. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. Now, for someone that was, you know, grew up on East Coast rap, like Rap City was one of those stables. Every boy. That helped me. To you know, branch out a bit because I mean, yeah, you would hear the occasional Dr. Dre song, you know, on the radio mm. or NWA Ice Cube, but yet yeah, you wouldn't hear certain groups like I didn't like I wouldn't have known about MC8 or mm. damn, um, you went all the way back or Rapping Forte or <laughs> yeah, 
Okay. <laughs> or E40, you know, E40 and the click, you know, until I saw them on Rap City. Like, even... Um, His fast ass. <laughs> or like, uh, or like, like you said, with Do or Die and Twister, uh, you know, seeing P O P I N P ology, you know that, you know, hearing that, hearing that on Rap City, you know, again was just breaking barriers for me. Or um, mm, Devin the Dude, yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, I got yeah, I got so much love for Devin the Dude. Or um, Devin so hot, uh, <laughs> all the time. Oh, I can't think of the group, and I. It, it, uh, they're from they're from the Midwest as well. Um, they oh. sung "Hey Hey" in the middle of the barn. I can't think of the name. I can't think of the group's name right now. They weren't from the. Uh, they were from Shaw. Yeah. I thought they were from Tennessee. No, I don't think they were from Tennessee. I think they were from the Shaw too. Um, I could be wrong. Hip hop heads can kill me, and correct me on that. Um, but, crucial, um, conflict. crucial conflict, yeah. They are from. Um. Yeah, I love. I used to love that song. I still do. I didn't know Fat Five Freddy was producing that. Shorty Capone. Um, Midwest hip hop genre. See, I knew they're from the Midwest. Is Tennessee considered the Midwest? No. No. Tennessee's considered the South. I don't condone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, like I said, but, you know, it's good to have those, you know, have those outlets where you can get a variety of stuff because, again, it wasn't until I moved to the South where I heard a lot about Master P and, and UGK and... So we grew up. Scarface <laughs> and Ghetto Boys and um, it's Brad Jordan. Don't do that. He just, by the way, uh, update on yes. on him. He did get his kidney from his, his son. son. He yes. was looking for a match. Come to find out, his son was a match. He got his kidney. So far, so good. He did a thumbs up on um on a post the other mm-hmm. day. Um, him and his son. One of his sons was sitting there. Yeah. And he, he looked good. He's smiling and all that other good stuff. So congratulations to him and his son working through those issues to be able to provide a kidney for the man who one half of his reason of being. Yeah. Black men helping each other. Yeah, not only that, but yeah, just being able to celebrate, you know, the life of a legend. Yeah. Which is his father. Yeah, but still to this day, it still boggles my mind. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. a little bit offset for music, but, you know, we have, like, you have Kiss, you have um, <laughs> Guns N' Roses, you have all these groups that are, like, celebrated within rock and, you know, like rock and roll or, what, you know, whatever genre that they have. Oh, that Kiss. I thought you were talking about yeah. Jada Kiss. No, not Jada Kiss. <laughs> my bad. group Kiss. <laughs> gotcha. Oh. Um, but, you, you know, like, again, like, it took verses for, mm. you know, most people to celebrate the locks, for most people to celebrate, you know, Ja Rule even after his whole Fire Festival and, you know, 50 Cent stuff. Like, why is it, and I guess this is a question that anyone can answer and if you do have an answer we would love to hear it on parkbenchcommonsinthepark.com but like why in hip hop culture specifically like we do not celebrate 
the ones that came before as much as other genres of music do. Um, A lot of people take it to be because hip-hop was always a young man's sport and because it's still so young, so to say, vice up, you know, other than other genres of music. I believe, me personally, and it's just from me on the outside looking in, that it is not as much celebrated because the ones that came before us have such a hard time I'm sorry, before us, before the listeners now, mm-hmm. uh, early 90s, late 80s, because half of them didn't own their masters. And the people who do have their masters won't release them. So the younger people can't listen. Only way they can listen is if someone like us have a hard copy already. Yeah. Therefore, they are ignorant to everything that they have done. Like... <clears throat> One chick, I want to say it was Halsey, had Missy Elliott on one of her songs. Oh, was it Katy Perry? Where they said that, oh, that's so nice. Katy Perry brought out Missy Elliott to kind of help her with her career. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) You have got to be one year old. You You can't be like, Missy... It's helping her, her. If, if, yeah, anything. if anything. Yeah. So it's like they don't know because either they're not as active any longer in the in the rap game. Like we know the producers yeah. from the era because either the producers were always around, the producers were also artists, or the producers made themselves known. Yeah. Pharrell, Timberland, Missy, fuck, R. Kelly. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we know all these producers held a dream. Primo. Yeah. We know them. He had a career. Then, um, what's the other one named? Sean the Pen, Sean Garrett the Pen. Yeah. He's a producer. He had a hit. But if you don't know these people as artists you don't know them as producers so when they do come out as artists again you think that they're new yeah like uh carrie she was a writer writer yeah producer before she became an artist, then she opened her mouth and now the bitch back in the <laughs> She back right again sometimes. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just, excuse me, it's just like you have to educate yourself. But so so many people are tr- so busy trying to be the first one to tweet something, to get retweets, to get likes that they don't educate themselves as much to see who these people are. Yeah. Some of these producers that are helping these rock and roll legends and or um, country artists or alternative artists are some of the same ones that are helping um, the R&B and rap. Yeah. Like, if you don't know Scott Scorch, him, I can't never get his name Scott right. Scott Storch. Him. He used to have a drug problem. Yeah. If you don't know a lot about these people, 
you wouldn't know. You just think he just uh, ain't he Jewish? Got yeah. it all together. Jewish people don't put their business out in the street nope. like that. You know nope. what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you don't know if you don't know. Yeah, like Rick Rubin or um, like I said for yeah, Rick Rubin. If you don't know uh, Pete Rock or DJ Premier, shoot hell, even Dr. Dre, DJ Quick. Oh yeah, the high tech. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of producers that yeah, a lot of people just don't seem to know about or care about. But hell, I, I, um, Raphael Sadiq is a producer yeah. on damn near everything that people come out with. Q Tip is a producer. A lot of Q Tip is that. a hell of a fucking producer. Yep, he's an engineer. All that, like, come on, come on with it, come on with it. Yeah, it's it's amazing, like. I don't know. You have to educate yourself. Like it's it's a lot. Yeah, and I I for one, if you like anything, like you you know, just like you said, you have to be able to do your own research. Like I mm-hmm. fell in love with the hip hop culture so much that yeah, I know my due diligence about it. I know you know where it started. I know you know some of the progenitors of it. I you know I know there was a funky four plus one more you know mm-hmm. things like that. I know about you know Cold Crush Brothers. I know about you know more than just uh, the Sugar Hill Gang and and and, and Curtis <laughs> Blow. <laughs> Uh, I, I know actually about just the, read something about that. That's why I you. I know about the teacher Harris one. You know, I you know I I took that upon myself because one, you know, I just don't want to be someone from the sidelines looking at the culture and then just looking at like I wanted to be in and I want to understand. I know want to I want to know its history. Yeah, where you know where its roots came from. That way, I can probably have an idea of where I see the future going. And as much as I used to say I don't care for some of these newer acts, but you know I got to understand that at some point in time, a lot of people think care for Jay-Z, didn't care for Noriega, didn't care for Buster Rhymes, so you know, it's gotta be that acceptance, you know it gotta be that acceptance era. You do I mean, Buster, he's an exception to the rule (laughs) 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 hey we can talk about him later (laughs) but uh, he's an exception to the rule on many occasions, like for instance when (laughs) speaking of producers I'm going to say this one line and tell me if you know who the producer was. It was, it was, you'll know. Shimmy Shimmy Ya. That's all I'm going to say. Tell me. Who, tell me the group. Tell me who that was. Uh, Dirt McGurk. Dirt McGurk. Otherwise known as the old dirty. <laughs> I mean, like. Big baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and that song, well, that original song was produced by RZA. RZA, the fucking bangle. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, cream. Like, it's, you gotta know. Yeah. Like, for instance, I'm, a, I'm gonna get back on track. Nicki Minaj is saying that y'all gonna be impotent if y'all take the shot. No, Lord. Do you believe it or not? And no, I did not get off track. (laughs) She's saying this. So we have a rapper in the culture 
who is a molecular scientist. His name is Chizza. He is a member of Wu Tang Clan, who's also a um very brilliant. And he said yeah. he's gonna break it down to her and let her know what the hell is going on because she's out here spreading rumors. Her home country has even said, <laughs> yeah. man, shut up. <laughs> like, come on, get it together. And I'm saying this to say that you got to watch what you say. Mm-hmm. Because if she mess around and put that shit in the song, you know how many, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, all the way up to 25, 26, and sometimes uh, 35, older, yeah. 36, going to be trying to wrap this same mess. All them Barbies out there, yep. Don't forget about the Kins. The Kins, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the but, Barbs. The Barbs and the Kins, like, yeah. Bob Wires. But yeah, that's all that I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's watch what you're doing, people. Oh yeah. You gotta learn. You gotta learn. You gotta you gotta watch what's going on. And that goes with hip hop. Like, for instance, TLC. Two thirds of the group. Who was their producer? Dallas Austin. Austin. Like, why do we know these things? Because <laughs> they put themselves in their lives. Yeah. They became part of who they were. Who was Sadie, baby boy? Huh? Robert Kelly. Oh. Sweet Sadie. Look, I don't give a shit what y'all say about me. <laughs> by R. Kelly. <laughs> Uh, that man is a genius now I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say it again and I'm gonna say it at the time at the time at the time at the time oh boy yes if he had sex with underage children he needs to be punished for that number one uh-huh. number two if these parents allow these children to live into this house with this man, expecting that their child was going to be the next star, and they did not see their children after the first two to three weeks or did not hear from their children after the first two to three weeks, why aren't they held as accountable as he is? Number three. If you were getting money while your child was gone, and then all of a sudden that money has dried up, and now you want your you want to know where your child is, where the music career is, and so forth. And now all of a sudden your child is saying he had sex with me. You fucking knew this. That's why the checks was coming. Hush money. Yeah. It ain't no difference than high school players getting promotional items from a school that's scouting them. And I say football players, and I should change that to athletes. It ain't no different than grandma house being paid for all of a sudden. Why? Oh, you going to you going to UMass? You playing softball, baseball for UMass? Oh, okay, we're gonna take care of grandma house. They didn't directly get it, no, because that would have been prostitution. Sex trafficking. No, we're just going to pay you for inconvenience to cover fees to keep her here. You know, clothes and shoes, food, that type of stuff. Indirectly. Why the hell them parents ain't on the on the on stand with Robert? Y'all better let Robert go. 
That Christmas party gonna be banging in prison. Oh, Lord. That Christmas talent show. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna get them the gallop. <laughs> I ain't shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so I think we've touched enough on music. Touch. Hold on. Was that a song? Yeah, yeah. Omarion. Touch. Yeah, Omarion and A. Marie. <laughs> but yeah uh, in closing if you have your favorite song um, that brought back some good memories or put you in a happy place or uh, just spoke to you uh, we would like to know uh, leave it in the comments uh, on social media you can leave it on Facebook Instagram Twitter uh, MySpace not MySpace <laughs> um, TikTok SoundCloud. Snapchat <laughs> um, or you know you can email us at parkbenchacomosinapark.com and I will not respond if you say your happy song is happy by for real what is wrong I'm... with <laughs> what if you actually like the song I like it I ain't gonna lie I used to, I used to shoot I'm sick of first time I heard it on the speaker with me too after that I, I... Played it like it was my normal song in the morning. One of my friends, that was their song when they, after they got married, going back down the aisle. <laughs> I giggled at the whole thing. I said, you know you're wrong for that, man. She made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. But yeah, that'll do it for us, y'all. And again, this is Dorian. This is the man in the mirror. <laughs> And as always, have you had the convo yet? Why not? Bye, y'all. <laughs> Catch you next time. Peace.